Welcome to the Variety Hour, where local leaders talk Memphis. Listen to you, move your mouth. I bet you come from way down south. Now don't tell me, let me guess. You from the town that I love best. Talk Memphis, I wish you would. Talk Memphis, you sound so good. Talk Memphis, high on the bluff. I swear I can't get enough. Welcome to Talk Money. And now here's your host, Jim Shoemaker. And good morning and welcome to Talk Money. Talk Money is about health insurance, stocks, bonds, retirement, estate planning, and insurance. Talk Money is everything financial. Our guests bring their insights and perspectives about their topics of expertise. In the news this week, the results of the election from Virginia to Washington State produced Democratic victories up and down the ballot, prompting both parties to take a fresh look at their plans for House and Senate campaigns next year. Hey, remember, keep your politics out of your investments. Are you looking to buy a home this year? Being a homeowner, one of the American dream, thoughts about the American dream, according to the National Association of Realtors, 62% of renters believe that today, right now, is a good time to buy a home. Wow, that's important to think about that. That is most everybody's American dream to buy your own home. So 62% think it's the time to do it is right now. Today's program, well, stocks climb again. How long can this continue? Eric Bergsland, Vice President, Director of Research and Trading at Vantas Capital Management, is our guest today, and she will be discussing the update on the economy and why. Stocks still climb. She will help us understand why the market continues to signal comfort with the best of all worlds scenarios. Wow, that's important. You don't want to miss that part. In the second half, Frank Lacarica of Shoemaker Financial will share with us why college planning continues to be a topic of importance, whether you are the parent of a youngster that's going to college or a grandparent wanting to help with college costs, or maybe you're the student in college. Well, you don't want to miss today's program. Two great guests. I'm Jim Shoemaker. You're listening to The Voice, KWAM 990 and FM 107.9. This is Talk Money. You're listening to Talk Money. Jim Shoemaker and Frank Lacarica are registered representatives and investment advisor representatives of Securing Financial Services Incorporated. Securities dealer, member FINRA, SIPC, a registered investment advisor. Shoemaker Financial is independently owned and operated. We'll be right back with more Talk Money after this. Now, here's Mid-South weather from News Channel 3's Severe Weather Center. Brought to you by The Crescent Club. Hosting the people and ideas that move Memphis forward for nearly 30 years. Poplar and I-240. Call for a free tour at 901-684-1010. Mostly sunny, crisp, and cool for your Friday. High temperatures only in the low 50s with a northeasterly breeze. Clear and cold overnight, temperatures will drop to near freezing by daybreak. Plenty of sunshine with a high near 60 over the weekend. Scattered showers possible on Sunday. Looking for adventures this fall? Look no further than your Mid-South Chevy dealers. Head to your local dealer right into fall in a new Chevrolet. Find new roads at your Mid-South Chevy dealers. I'm News Channel 3's Todd Demers on The Voice, FM 107.9 and AM 990. Are you aging? Well, I am. This is Mac Bailey from the Bailey Law Firm. As we age, our concerns and needs change. An updated estate plan will give you peace of mind regarding your family and your future. Your will is about your wishes and not always about your wealth. What are your wishes? Please call us at 901-843-2760 or visit us at thebaileylawfirm.com. Again, this is Mac Bailey from the Bailey Law Firm telling you that today is the youngest you will ever be. Let us help you with your estate planning, elder law, and probate needs, it's what we do. You're listening to Talk Money. Podcasts of Talk Money are available in the iTunes store. Just search Shoemaker Financial. And now here's your host, Jim Shoemaker. And welcome back to Talk Money. It's brought to you in part by the Bailey Law Firm, estate planning, elder law, and probate planning for all 
generations. Well, my guest, Eric Bergslin, has been a frequent guest of ours. She's the Vice President and Director of Research and Trading from Advantis Capital Management. Welcome to the program, Erica. Good morning. You know, lady, there is so much going on with the market right now. I'm so excited to listen to you because I like what you sent me and told me about this whole idea of the best of both worlds or best of all worlds, you might say. There's that sense of optimism going on. I mean, we're, the market's up again. What are you saying? What are you seeing from your chair? What do you look at every day that says, hey, this is this is unique, different? Or what's your thoughts? Right. And keep in mind that... Um my focus is primarily on fixed income, so I'm always thinking about the bad things that can happen. But today, I really do think we are in the best of all worlds. We really have solid global growth. It's correlated. You know, Not only does the economy feel pretty good here in the United States, but it's growing worldwide as well. You know, In fact, it looks like this might be the, only the second year in the last five where GDP growth in the United States has been more than 2%. So 2% doesn't seem that great, but it's solid and it's been consistent. And at the same time, we have subdued inflation. That doesn't seem to be like a worry. And optimism is really high. And you might remember maybe a few years ago, people were talking about a lack of animal spirits. People didn't want to take risk. Everyone was scared. Well, that certainly seems to be behind us, and um, there's just a lot of optimism right now. You know, when you talk about optimism, let's let's take that down to the ground level. That's the consumer today. Let's think about—give me thoughts about—I know from your chair, you're thinking, okay, consumer, they're, they're looking at their jobs, they're— you know, they're buying, they're, there's some anticipation that this Christmas season, this holiday season is going to be possibly a record. So what's your thoughts? Is the consumer really speaking out loudly that they feel good about what's going on? You know, we have seen an increase in consumer spending. And one trend that is a little bit of a dark cloud is that people are spending more than they earn again. So the savings rate has come down a bit. On one hand, that's a sign of confidence, but on the other hand, it's not sustainable forever. Keep in mind when I say that economic growth is solid and that we could even see better growth next year, we're still talking about fairly modest levels. So I don't think people are putting on party hats and going for it when they're spending. I think there is still, you know, it's still measured, but spending has been up. I mean, think about it from the consumer's perspective. We have unemployment, um, you know, in the low 4% range. That's not only low for post-crisis levels, but that, that's low when you look at the last 15 years. And some measures of the job market, like job openings compared to the labor force, are, um, you know, the, the biggest number that we've seen since the dot-com time in the early 2000s. So the job market is very strong. The problem is there's still a group of people who aren't participating in the job market who may not have the skills to compete in today's economy. You know, Erica, when you talk about, you know, they're not able to compete, there's this mindset, though, that from, from when you think about the bond market, and we, we talk a lot about stocks, and we, talk, we get excited about what's going on in the equity market, but you have to look at interest rates. There seems to be somewhat a, a well, you mentioned it earlier, inflation doesn't seem to be moved. Use the word subdued inflation. But reality is, are we sitting around here lulling ourselves to sleep that there's going to be this movement next year in interest rates? Or, I mean, there's a lot of things that have to happen to rates to go up. But if that begins to click, what do you think that would do to your market, the bond market, but also to the economy? Right. Jim, that's a great question. And in my mind, that is the key question that investors should be thinking about today. Because the market is really priced for the ongoing sort of Goldilocks conditions that we have to persist. Low interest rates, low inflation, and earnings growth all happening at the same time. And that's a great mix for stocks and for bonds, really. But the concern that I have is that the Fed has signaled that they're going to be raising rates. It's highly likely they'll raise rates in December and probably another two or three times next year. Right now, the way that the bond market is assessing this risk is they're saying, okay, we know the Fed's going to be doing these things, so short-term rates have been rising. But so far, long-term rates have not been rising. And that tells me that market participants don't think 
that growth and inflation are going to get out of control. That's a sign that the market is pretty comfortable that long run, we're not going to sort of burst out of the range of inflation we've seen and have some problems. You've said before that that's the thought around that unexpected inflation. I mean, that's the biggest risk that we have is what you're what you're saying. And I, and I think that I, you said it. The investor has to think that, has to put that into perspective. How long do you think all this is going to last? I mean, are we... That's what 64,000, that's a big question. How, but are we just in a, in a, I don't want to use the word bubble because that signifies something that I don't want to say, but we're just in an economy that's been so sluggish coming out of the recession of 2008 that we've kind of got into a, uh, a growth area that's kind of beginning to move, but it's still not perfect. It's still, well, I don't want to use the word perfect either. So help me out. What am I trying to say? Things are going along pretty good. Yes, they they are. And I think the market is really divided into two camps. Um, one, one camp is that, look, it's only a matter of time until we get back to the old normal. And the old normal means as the unemployment rate comes down, at some point, wages are, start go, are going to start going up. And at some point, that's going to create problems because we'll have inflation. That's sort of the old normal, the traditional view. There's another camp in the market that says, you know, things are different today. We have a winner-take-all economy. We have a lot of um, technology that has not been deployed. I mean, you look at the post-crisis investment in capital stock, and it's been fairly subdued. You know, if wages start rising, are companies going to toggle from hiring people to investing in, in, in technology? And are we still going to be in um, a market that feels like we have overcapacity, which makes it unlikely that we're going to see inflation break out. And, you know, I think the other factor in all of this is just the global economy. And, you know, when you look worldwide, we still do have overcapacity in labor. We still do have overcapacity in um, capital stock. And those things are putting a damper on returning back to the old normal for the time being. Oh, I appreciate what you're saying. If you just tuned in, our guest, Erica Bergland, she is the Vice President and Director of Research and Trading, Advantage Capital Management. We're talking about the economy, and I guess we have about two minutes left. And let me just ask you this. I, you know, when you think through this, you pretty much told us, but I guess if I could get you to summarize and make a just a, 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 something that we could all take away. I mean, conditions, I know they're difficult to forecast. You I don't expect you to do that. But could what we look at today as we tie it together, are we saying by the end of the year we're going to be okay, next year is going to be okay? So, you know, don't batten down the hatches and, and try to avoid the storm. It looks like a pretty good day ahead of us. Can I can I say that, or what should I? What should you be saying to me as an investor? Well, I think that that is a good summary of what what most factors are pointing to. The one thing that investors should keep an eye on is valuations, which are really high and priced to perfection. So the problem with this is, as good as the outlook is, if we stumble at all and if we miss it all. You could have a situation where um, the market reacts in ways that seem um, overblown to people. I mean, that optimism has translated into people really putting a lot of money into the stock market and really taking risk, which they might not have taken if there had been more uncertainty. So that's the one cautionary note I would add in here. Well, again, that's uh, you're always such a great guest, Erica. I so much appreciate what you do. You've been listening, of course, to Erica Bergsland. She is the Vice President and Director of Research and Trading at Advances Capital Management, a frequent guest of ours. Always gives us great insight, and I really think what I heard, global growth, I heard that's a positive, optimism, consumer is doing well. Uh, you know, bottom line is steady as we go is what I think I'm hearing you saying, Erica. That's what I, I think that's a good summary. All right, lady. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Have a great weekend. Thank you for being with us today.
No worries. Bye. All right. Okay. Now you've just tuned in. We've been talking with Erica Birchland, but coming up right after we take a short little break, we're going to come back and, uh, I mean, talk with a guy, Frank Lacarica. If you've got a kid that's going to college, you got a kid in college, or you got a grandchild thinking about it, or you're the kid in college, you're not going to want to miss this part of our program. This is Talk Money. You're listening to Talk Money. Erica Bergeland is not affiliated with Shoemaker Financial or Securing Financial Services Incorporated. We'll be right back with more Talk Money after this. The Osgood File, sponsored in part by TheraWorks Relief. To relieve muscle cramps in your legs and feet, use TheraWorks Relief. This fast-acting foam can even prevent muscle cramps. Now available at CVS Pharmacy or TheraWorksRelief.com. This is Charles Osgood from the Dell Small Business Studios on the CBS Radio Network. Hurricane evacuees from much of Puerto Rico have come to the U.S. mainland by the thousands. U.S. citizens in need of basics and children who have left their parents behind. Our CBS News colleague, Anuel Bohorquez, on how Orlando has opened its arms after this. Dave, what are you doing? Just sending a gift to Dave2037. Who? Me in the future. I save a little money from every paycheck as a gift to Dave2037 so he can spend it on things like anti-gravity boots or a hologram Doberman. Something cool like that. I think Dave2037 deserves it. He worked hard. What are you getting Steve2037? I guess I was thinking Steve2037 would just fend for himself. Well, all right. But don't expect to be borrowing my anti-gravity boots. You want to have money in your future? You got to start saving now. Putting some money from every paycheck into a savings account or contributing to your 401k can make a big difference later. Put away a few bucks, feel like a million bucks. For free ideas and easy ways to save, go to feedthepig.org. That's feedthepig.org. Hey, let's just hope Steve2037 doesn't get his hands on a cold time machine because he is going to come back here and knock some sense into you. This message brought to you by the American Institute of Certified Public Accountants and the Ad Council. Here from Orlando is Manuel Bojorquez, where he visited Karen Espino's classroom at Lake Nona Middle School. The new students there are still raw after fleeing Puerto Rico and leaving their parents behind. How many here have, have felt lonely? Of course, these children are not saying, wow, now I have TV. No, these are students that are telling you we have access now to food. We now feel safe. Back home, less than 15% of the schools have reopened. And even in those, many kids are still studying in the dark. Rebuilding the island is still a distant dream. Here in the Orlando area, there are more than 1,300 new students from Puerto Rico. 13-year-old Joadis Laudiano arrived two weeks ago, living with her uncle and trying to find her footing. What's it been like to be in a new place? Difficult, she says. Difficult being away from her parents and older brother. And it's difficult for teacher Karen Espino. She is an evacuee too. She's grateful for the job, but worried about the exodus. I am concerned, and that is a struggle that I had to deal with as well. And many might return as well once things are back on track. The Osgood File. This is Charles Osgood on the CBS Radio Network. You're listening to Talk Money. Have a question you'd like answered on the program? Email talkmoney at shoemakerfinancial.com. And now here's your host, Jim Shoemaker. Well, in the second half of the program, we always try to answer your questions, and the question is college planning, the funding of it, regardless of age. A topic that is a concern to most people working with an advisor today is college planning. Parents of young people, young children, are concerned with educating their children and the future parents with near college age children. They're really concerned, and that's the question that we've got with how do you help the cost of post-high school education? Grandparents ask the questions. They're looking for it. Burdens of higher education costs. They want to do something to help the kids out. It's not it's not questions that it's limited to one particular life stage. It's everybody. My guest, Frank Lacarica from the office of Shoemaker Financial. And I guess, Frank, welcome to the program, sir. Well, Jim, I appreciate you having me back on. You know, you are a frequent guest of ours, and I really want to ask you this question, because when we get this all the time, how do I do planning? 
it's not one of those things. People have a tendency to say, well, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. And all of a sudden, the kid's 16, 17 years old, and they may have not done that. So I want to I want to start with, first of all, what does it cost today? I mean, if it's, you know, it's expensive, I know, but what does it cost to send a kid to a four-year post-high school education? <clears throat> Jim, great question. Uh, it, there, was a, there was a study done back in 2014. So these numbers were going back two years. They project out a little bit in the future, too. But the College Board, um, they did a study. In 2014, uh, they surveyed a bunch of different colleges to kind of get an idea of how much it costs. Now, these costs, keep in mind, these costs include tuition, fees, room and board. And then from an estimate standpoint, when we're projecting out in the future, we project 5% growth rate. So they're looking the at it from a standpoint of all in, all what you in, get all cost in with a 5% inflation. If, if, if when, I, when I send junior or when I, when I send my daughter off to college, from the day she steps, steps foot on campus to the day she comes back in December, how much does it cost? Okay. So... In 2014, the, the, the average cost of a four-year degree, public institution, so you were talking University of Memphis, University of Tennessee, almost $74,000. Now, when you, when you go out of state over the same time, 130000 private institutions, you know, your, your, your Vanderbilts like that, you're looking at almost $170,000 a year for a four-year degree. And that was in 2014. How, you know, it's it's hard to to put that into perspective because if you've got and you just had a daughter here yeah. recently mm-hmm. and her what I shouldn't maybe yeah what's her name <laughs> May May May's name is uh, you know and again that's a and and, and no Gill's got children I hope you guys are doing college planning I mean mine are done all I'm looking at is is you know now I got grandkids so I fall into that third scenario mm-hmm. of the of the grandkids doing the planning but I guess everybody has to do something and yet. People procrastinate. It's it's just how we are by nature. It, it's something that you know you need to get done. It's kind of it, it, it's it's not a sexy, fun conversation to have. You know, I need to save for college. Well, I know it's coming, but it's always a you know there, there's a leak in the roof or the car. A lot needs, of competition it, for college funding. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. All right. Well, then how do you pay for it? Let's talk about you. You told me anything from seventy five thousand. Actually, up to two hundred and fifty thousand. So, yeah, literally, when, when you project out in the future, the, yeah, the numbers get, the there, numbers get silly. pretty high. Yeah. So, how do we pay for it? Uh, great question. There's there's a couple different ways. Uh, Section five two nine plans are our way. Uh, Coverdell Education Savings Account, Coverdell ESAs, UGMAs, UTMAs, Uniform Gift to Minor, Uniform Transfer to Minor, and Permanent Life Insurance. Those are those are kind of four ways that that. that general ways to kind of address and the most people use that from a saving standpoint right. some of one of those vehicles to project out what they think they're going to need for that child or you know here's the problem they're looking at sometimes multiple children correct you don't turn turn go to your oldest child and say well you're going to college hey guys all the rest of you sorry you try to work around and do the whole thing for mm-hmm. as many children as you've got so let's talk about some of the basic characteristics of each one of these let's talk well let's just i guess go to the 529 plan first yeah um, when, when you're looking at it in any of these plans, control, flexibility, taxation, financial aid, growth, accumulation, estate plan, th- these are all characteristics of all the plans. So it's important to kind of keep that in mind whenever we're addressing each individual one. But specifically, we'll start with a 529. The 529 plan, it's, it's also known as, as a qualified tuition program. They're most commonly state-sponsored. Uh, when they they give you that that tax advantage growth. They give you a a, a tax uh, tax deferral, um, but they have to be used for it had the, the the money has to be used for a qualified education expense tuition fees books supplies room and board. So the the control is not quite when we talk about control that mm-hmm. the being a characteristic with the five two nine you really don't have a lot of control. The the, the child the, has to go to college. Uh, excuse me, has to go to a. Uh, a formal education. Uh, correct. It, it has to be used for a qualifying expense. Right. If, if it's not used for that, then you're looking at, 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 at pretty significant penalties. You're looking at, at 10% and ordinary income. So there, the, the, the advantage is that you have that tax tax deferred growth and you have the, the tax advantage uh, use for qualified expenses. They're, they're really encouraging you to use it for that. They're saying, hey, we want you to save for this. We realize it's a it's a significant cost, and uh, we're going to, to to give you the ability to 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 pay for it. But if you choose to use this vehicle and then don't use it for education, well, we're going to penalize you. All right, five two nine plan. I use it with May. Let's just say right. we decide to do it with May. She gets to college, and you decide, hey, I'll just pay for it out of my pocket. I want to use that uh, money to 
to buy an airplane. Oh, wow, that's really out there in the field. But I think you do. I do a lot. I don't do as well as you think I do. But uh, yeah, I wish I had that. But, I wish but I had maybe, that problem. you know, maybe take a trip or something. You right. can't do that. That's a penalty. Well, to but say you, you could take the money and go to another child. You absolutely. don't have to use it just for May. Right. It can be transferred from one child to another. Um, it could from May to, to her little sister or brother, depending right. on, on who it is. And then it can be transferred even to a third child or a fourth child or a fifth child. So there, there, there is an advantage there in that if if May takes after her mom and is extremely intelligent and... And, good, and very pretty, and very, very beautiful. Pretty. So. Uh, well, you said that. Yeah, one. absolutely. Uh, if, if, if she gets some type of financial aid, th then the ability to transfer from one child to another is a, is a significant advantage and one that should be considered when looking at a 529. All right, so let's make sure we give everybody's understanding uh, what we're talking about. We're talking about the cost of college education and doing some planning. And so I've asked Frank Lackerica, Frank Lackerica, boy, Frank, I'm sorry, <laughs> at that tongue-tied there. He is uh, with Shoemaker Financial, and he is uh, doing the, the planning aspect and helping his clients do some planning starting young, but at the same time doing it all the way through. Frank Lacarica is a financial advisor. If you'd like to talk to Frank, give him a phone call, 757-5757. The first one we talked about, 529 plans, Coverdale. Yep. Uh, the Coverdale Education Savings Account, these are these are a little bit different than the 529 plans. Um, they're usually established in trust. It's a custodial account. Um, the contributions also a little bit different than the 529 plans. Contributions have to be made before the child uh, turns 18, and they cannot exceed $2,000 per year per child. So control? You, you do have a uh, – still not a lot of control there. It has to be used for a qualified education expense. And flexibility. Um, flexibility, even less kind of flexibility. The, the contributions aren't tax deductible. Um, and – so that that's really kind of the main difference there. Uh, one of the one of the significant advantages to a, to a Coverdale plan, and you see this some here in Memphis. Uh, a lot of the a lot of the, the from a grandparent standpoint, the private school private school area. If they say, you know, hey, I went to this school and I want my grandchild or I want my child to go to this school, um, you can establish a Coverdale ed, uh, savings account, education savings account, and these these uh, these monies can be used for that K to twelve. So if there was a, a situation where you wanted to help with, you know, your uh, your, your secondary schools or even elementary school costs, okay. it's a vehicle that, that can be used uh, for that. Uh, it's not limited to specifically college use. And that's Coverdale Educational that's Savings Plan. Correct. Yeah. Okay. All right. Now, we talked about, number one, the 529, which seems to be very popular today. It's a popular one. And, and it's it, you can there, – there's – Kind of back to that. There's depending on what kind of your your state of residency. These are state sponsored plans, um, so you can. There are tax advantages depending on which state you use. Um, you may miss out on on certain tax advantages if you choose a, another state's five two nine plan. So uh, make sure that when when you're looking at the five two nine plan, they are state specific. So okay. that's a consideration okay. with those. But all right, number three, UGMA, or you referred to it as another one, UTMA. Now yep. make sure we get what they mean. Uniform uh, Gift to Minors Act and UTMA. And the Uniform Transfers to Minor Act. These are custodial accounts, kind of like the. Uh, What's like their advantage? Well, I mean, let, let's talk about the advantages and disadvantages. Maybe it's still comparing it to the five two nine plan. Um, the the, the advantages uh, the the their ta the the tax treatment's based on the child's tax rate, so it's not based on from a Coverdell savings standpoint. It's based on yours. So, so the earnings inside this is being taxed at the child's rate. Correct. Which is usually very low. Very low. Or if, yeah. if there's there's usually no income. Right. Right. So usually. Um, they can, the UGMAs, UGMAs can now, they can be used for anything. Um, and that kind of brings in the, a, I don't want to call it a disadvantage, but it's definitely a consideration when using UGMAs or UPMAs, uh, because, uh, they're custodial accounts when the child, uh, assumes the age of majority. And that depends on the state. It's 18 or 21, depending right. on the state. Um, they gain full control over 
both of these accounts. <laughs> so, so if you're going to give it to the UGMA, you have total flexibility, but you better trust your child that they're going to use it for something wisely right. like education. When they turn 18, if they go out to college. and, and What about you know, a sailboat or a motorcycle? I, you know what? I, I could pay tuition or I could have a brand new Corvette. <laughs> I, but so, so there's some... That's tough. You have to make that decision, don't you? You really it, it there's is. a lot of flexibility. You're saying with the UGMA or the UTMA, but the reality is you got to do some training on that too. The, the, there are, and, and the the it's it's the gifts are they're they're irrevocably gifted to the trust. Like you can't get it back out. Like once it's there, it is there. Okay, when you say it's there, okay, it's, it's there it's, it's on behalf there. of the child. Correct. So again, comparing that to the Coverdale. It's the Coverdale is for a child's education, but Correct. you could move that amongst different children. Yes, it, it can be moved uh, to, to again, to a little brother. I said it's Coverdale. I meant 529. 529, yeah. Right. It, it, it can be moved kind of down, down the line. Now, I, the, the, the Coverdale, um, they can also be transferred to, to other family members of the original beneficiary. But the UGMA is to a specific. The UGMA specific. It's for an individual child. So you need to think about all this. I mean, this is not just a slam dunk. You don't just walk in and say, give me a Coverdale plan or give me a 529. you got to think about what you're doing. What What are you trying to accomplish? That's a, that's a very, very important thing to do. Uh, number four, I think you said life insurance is used for life insurance because of the savings element inside the life insurance policy, the tax advantages to the life insurance right. policy. Um, <clears throat> uh, people, people can use permanent life insurance a, as an option for uh, – for saving, there there are some advantages to it. Um, the cash value is not considered in assets when applying for financial aid. So if you wanted to to help offset the cost of college with some financial aid, uh, when they uh, ask you to list your assets, the cash value inside of there is not listed. Okay. So that that can be uh, advantageous. You can have multiple beneficiaries of that uh, of of that of uh, of the assets inside of the policy it's not specific to an individual child. So comparing that to the 529 plan, total flexibility, you've got a pool of money that can yep. go to a child. Who's controlling that? The owner, the owner the, of the, the policy? owner of the policy, you you maintain full control over that uh through the entire process. It is it's something that you you know you could say, "Hey, I want to use it" or you can go off and buy it. Well, program, but you also so. have to take into consideration the fact that, you know, expenses Mortality cost. You actually said this when we were talking about this program that you buy life insurance though for for the death benefit. Death it's, benefit. It's not. <clears throat> it's it's a it's a happy byproduct of uh, of how they're designed. It, it's it's the Swiss Army knife uh, aspect to it. Uh, but the primary purpose of purchasing any life insurance policy should be the death benefit. Death benefit. Um, and and that's it. That's ultimately, it's a self-completing strategy in the event of kind of premature death. I like get you, it. I get it. Policy loans and withdrawals. If you're going to do that, you've got to be sure you know what you're doing you there. Gotta, you got to pay attention. Um, if, if the, the, while that's typically the, 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 the way they you utilize the assets in order to pay for college, like you said, you do have to be careful. There are considerations uh, when when utilizing that. You want to make sure you're not creating kind of an adverse tax situation in the event of policy lapse or policy surrender. You could have a a, a, a tax situation. A tax situation where, if that's happened, right? Yeah. But again, let's look at it again. Five two nine. You can go any child. UGMA or UTMA. You can't. Coverdale. You can go to any, any child. child. Uh, life insurance. Wide anywhere. open. Anything yeah. you want to do. So the most flexibility. It's probably the life insurance. Just take into consideration mortality cost, all those things, mm -hmm. the fact that it should be a life insurance policy first, yep. and the savings aspect come under the second, and then be sure that you're watching out for your possible tax, adverse tax consequences. Right, right. It, the, 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 uh, the, the life insurance option is definitely the most flexible, and then uh, because of everything you just mentioned, uh, then moving into the 529, probably the, 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 the second most flexible option. Um, with the with the ability to pass between uh, between uh, beneficiaries, tax deferred growth. You've covered a expenses. ton here. You've done a, you know a great job. We've covered four basic fundamental ways that they people can set aside money to cover education. Mm -hmm. In closing, I, I guess what I want you to help me with. You tell people don't wait to. Well, I tell you what. Let's do this. I want you to think about this. We're going to come back right after the break. I want you to think through with this. What do you tell your advisors, your clients? But they've got a plan. So what do you talk to them about? How do you help them get through this maze of the final thought process of college planning? I'm Jim Shoemaker. You're listening to Talk Money. My guest, Frank Lickerica. We're talking about college planning coming up 
in the last half of the program. You're going to meet a lady, Jill Dyson. She's been here before. You have heard her before. We're going to talk about Angel Street Ministries. You do not want to miss this part of the program. This is Talk Money. You're listening to Talk Money. This material represents an assessment of the market environment at a specific point in time and is not intended to be a forecast of future events or a guarantee of future results, research, investment advice, or a recommendation to purchase or sell a security. We'll be right back with more Talk Money after this. Back when present-day Tennessee was claimed by North Carolina, the Chickasaw Indian tribe owned the land along the Mississippi River Bluff. The Indians allowed settlers to live on their grounds and later sold the land to Andrew Jackson, John Overton, and James Winchester. Their plans for the incorporation of the land into a city did not sit well with the settlers, who were unwilling to go along with newcomers from the east. The settlers needed a strong spokesman from their own ranks if they were to have any say over the future of their community. Fortune smiled upon the settlers when Isaac Rawlings emerged as their leader, and persuaded Jackson, Overton, and Winchester to accept a compromise and leave the outlying areas outside the new city. This victory made Rawlings an important figure in Memphis politics for many years. His prestige and reputation allowed him to win several easy victories in the earliest mayoral races, and yet remained true to his humble frontier beginnings. This has been another Mid-South History Moment, brought to you by Shoemaker Financial. You're listening to Talk Money. Be sure to like us on Facebook to search Shoemaker Financial. And now here's your host, Jim Shoemaker. And welcome back. My guest, Frank Lacarica. We are talking about college planning. Frank, when we broke just a few seconds ago, the reality was we were trying to tie this all together. You talked about the Coverdale. You talked about uh, the... Um, uh, 529 plans. You've talked about UGMA. UGMA. You've talked about life insurance. Those four basics. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't do anybody any good until they do what? The planning. You've got to do the planning for it. Whether you're, you know, you're you're like me in a situation where you've got a, a six month old and and you think it's way out in the future, or whether you've got a 16 year old and it's 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 hitting you in the face, or whether you're a grandparent and you say, I just want to help. Um, the reality is there are a lot of ways that you can plan for this, that you can help, that you can prepare to, uh, to kind of see, you know, that, that next generation off into, uh, into the, the graduate, postgraduate world. So uh, it's, it's all about the planning. Talk to your advisor. I appreciate what you said. 757-5757 if you'd like to talk to Frank. And the reality, you're right. I, I know at six months, May, you know, you just got all the things you were talking about that this morning. The reality guys and your mom and dad would say this to you, blink, and she's graduating from high school. I don't want to think about that. <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> well, that's the facts, guys. I hate to tell you, been there, done that, and uh, yes, it does happen. Well, thank you, sir. I appreciate you being here today. We'll Thanks, tell, you know what? We ought to come back. I do want to come back, though, and talk about if somebody hasn't done the planning Maybe we go through and how to get financial aid if they're in that situation. Love an opportunity to come back and talk about it. We'll do that. Okay. Well, my guest now is a lady that I so much appreciate and admire. I've known her a long time. Jill Dyson, she is the wife, believe it or not, the better half, the absolute better half of uh, our guy at Shannon Dyson, who is on the program all the time. She has things going on in this city that I think is having a great impact, and I want to uh, welcome you, lady, to the program. Thank you so much, and and thank you for your compliments, Shannon. Uh, It's easy. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm sure he's listening to the program. Well, we're talking about Angel Street Ministries. Now, this is, I'd like to focus every now and then about once a month we want to focus on somebody that's doing something in the city to have an impact we look at it as being loving our city and wanting to see things really begin to happen you are having an impact tell me but what is angel street what's your vision what's your mission well angel street memphis is a mentoring program and we use musical training to empower young girls ages 8 to 18 to understand their value, discover their purpose, and then become creatively equipped to serve as leaders. Um, we do that in areas with limited artistic opportunities. So these are um, areas where school budgets have cut arts from their programs, um, kind of under-resourced neighborhoods, if you will. And we exist in really partnerships with other ministries who have 
um, a center or a brick and mortar where we can come in and just offer programming. And so we kind of partner with them and collaborate. Currently, we do um, a partnership with Oasis of Hope in North Memphis. And you are biblically based. I mean, you do make sure you're faith based. And I know you're you're saying that's the first thing to fix. And then you work through that process. I know I, I appreciate what you do. But really, I guess, Jill, there's so many ministries mm-hmm. and so many things going on. What makes you unique? What is Why is it working? Well, it's working for a number of reasons. Number one, we have an amazing team that I feel like was divinely assembled. Um, and that's, that's first and foremost. We have a staff that really cares and loves um, our participants. Um, but what makes us unique in nature is that we are female-focused. We are all girls girl power. <laughs> and we do that because... Do I, do I feel discriminated? <laughs> no, not in this case. Go right ahead. That was actually a commercial appeal front page article a few weeks ago, really? and it said girl power, so I had to throw that in I there. I like it. Uh, we were very excited, and we do celebrate our uniqueness in that way because a lot of the centers that are in the under-resourced neighborhoods in which we will serve and partner with are very um, good at attracting the male population. They have the gymnasiums, they have the gameplay. And so we have something unique that's active programming just for girls. You know, when you talk about that, I've always had a belief system that if you can affect the lady, Mm -hmm. that lady has a tremendous effect on the male. What an influence. I mean, always. I mean, uh, 46 years, years, I know who has the effect on me. (laughs) It just takes a flittering of the eyes or whatever she wants to do. I get it and understand it, but that's really what you're talking about. And I think that's so powerful that uh, you see that God has laid that on your heart, that you're really driving that that force. Now, give me, I know there's tons of success stories. I know I've watched you say, I've seen the ladies. I love the smiles, but there's, t- tell me one big success story. Well, I'll tell you one that's kind of current because yes. she's out and doing some amazing work, not just here in Memphis, but throughout the country. Um, it's Tarian Bass. She was one of our original 11 members of our choir. We started back in 2013 with 11 girls for just really what was supposed to be a one-time performance for a women's Christmas dinner. We had to name ourselves for the program. We came up with Angel Street, but it was such a success. And because of Tarion and the connectivity we were able to provide for her through that, the rest of that year, she was a senior in high school at the time, and we were able to just really help her nurture her passion and dream of becoming an artist. And we said, wow, if we had this kind of impact on one female, think of what could happen if we opened our doors permanently uh, for other girls to have this opportunity. So how many have gone through the program? We have from... seen over 200 walk through our doors. Wow. Um, we do have a lot of turnover just based on school systems changing from Shelby County schools to charter schools um, to just a lot of displacement from the neighborhood, some evictions, some moving, some, you know, leaving the, the center in which we um, exist. But you said the neighborhood. I, I mm-hmm. want to help our listeners understand the neighborhood. Right. Now, now this is not East Memphis. This is not Germantown or Lakeland or Collierville. Right. This is where? This is North Memphis. We're just to the north of the pyramid. It's zip code 38107. At one point, it was the third poorest zip code in the country. And I think it still currently sits at the highest rate of infant mortality in the country. So it's a very relevant um, space in our city, which takes 20 minutes from my house to get there, and but of, of, of great need, of great value. But let me just tell you, over the years, it is the most special neighborhood on our hearts um, as a family and a ministry. And it's just an awesome privilege to, to come into the neighborhood and, and have such a teachable space for ourselves. Yeah, I like that. And I like the fact that you've got a supportive husband. Yes. And uh, y'all work extremely well. Couldn't do it without that man. <laughs> extremely well together. When we come back, I, I know you do something that you've done at the office with us. And uh, I mean, it, it's I think it's one of the greatest things you do because it just all of a sudden it electrifies mm. everybody around. It's tremendous, successful. And uh, we'll talk about it when we come back. You just tuned in. Of course, you're listening to The Voice. FM 107.9 and AM 990, The Voice. Of course, talk radio for the Mid-South. My guest, Jill Dyson. We're talking about Angel Street. This is Talk Money.
You're listening to Talk Money. Shoemaker Financial and Securian Financial Services do not provide specific tax and or legal advice, and this information should not be considered as such. You should always consult your tax and or legal advisor regarding your own specific tax and or legal situation. We'll be right back with more Talk Money after this. Now, here's Mid-South Weather from News Channel 3's Severe Weather Center. Brought to you by The Crescent Club. Hosting the people and ideas that move Memphis forward for nearly 30 years. Poplar and I-240. Call for a free tour at 901-684-1010. Mostly sunny, crisp, and cool for your Friday. High temperatures only in the low 50s with a northeasterly breeze. Clear and cold overnight, temperatures will drop to near freezing by daybreak. Plenty of sunshine with a high near 60 over the weekend. Scattered showers possible on Sunday. Looking for adventures this fall? Look no further than your Mid-South Chevy dealers. Head to your local dealer right into fall in a new Chevrolet. Find new roads at your Mid-South Chevy dealers. I'm News Channel 3's Todd Demers on The Voice FM 107.9 and AM 990. Are you aging? Well, I am. This is Mac Bailey from the Bailey Law Firm. As we age, our concerns and needs change. An updated estate plan will give you peace of mind regarding your family and your future. Your will is about your wishes and not always about your wealth. What are your wishes? Please call us at 901-843-2760 or visit us at thebaileylawfirm.com. Again, this is Mac Bailey from the Bailey Law Firm telling you that today is the youngest you will ever be. Let us help you with your estate planning, elder law, and probate needs, it's what we do. You're listening to Talk Money. Podcasts of Talk Money are available in the iTunes store. Just search Shoemaker Financial. And now here's your host, Jim Shoemaker. My guest in this half of the program is Jill Dyson. She is the executive director for Angel Street Ministries here in Memphis. They're having an impact in the North Memphis area, just north of the pyramid with ladies and uh, beautiful ladies that have great smiles they do something that if you would like i guess i can say this if you would like to have these ladies come and entertain your place of employment for just a short period of time 10 15 20 minutes and uh, light up your area this is you should give her a call in fact jill how do they get in touch with you they can easily go to our website angelstreetmemphis.com and there's a new campaign that we're running, so they'll see that first and foremost. We've okay. just revamped our website, but there's a, a way to contact us and book oh, us okay. on that page. Well, Angel Street Memphis. AngelStreetMemphis.com. Well, I, and I'm, what I'm talking about yes. is uh, it's exciting because you guys come in this van, and you, by the way, if you happen to see the van in the street, wave at them. <laughs> that lights up the street. It's uh, Angel Street. It's the, what do you call it's it? It's a very, well, we call it our cruiser because cruiser. we have a choir, and then we have kind of a show choir called Crew, C-R-E-W, uh, so we okay. call it the cruiser. Okay, And good. it's just a way to be mobile throughout the city to be able to bring our performance to the streets. And we run power from a truck and a generator, and we're able to do a full sound system with six wireless mics, jump out in front of our very colorful van, which you're right, you cannot miss if you see it, honk. Um, We love the support. And um, there's actually a photo op at the back of the van, which... Um, yes, you stand you in do. front of it, you have a, yeah. a halo and angel street wings. Yeah, I know where that, I, I see that. I've got it in my <laughs> you office. You have your own You're, picture. Yes, you do. You did a great job of putting that for me. But it's <laughs> called a pop-up performance. That's right. And that's really, it just happens. Now, you scheduled it. You know it's coming. Mm-hmm. Somebody there knows it, but not everybody knows it. I right. Know it. Sometimes it's surprising and we'll right. just pop up at a place or we can schedule it prior to an event that you may be having at your corporate office or uh, Christmas is a big uh, season coming up. Obviously, we'll be doing some Christmas caroling popping up throughout that's the great. city. Um, but we love just being mobile, being able to go out in the community. It provides an opportunity for the girls to have exposure to other areas of Memphis, but it's just a fun way to express our art and to share our voice throughout the city. Absolutely. And it gives these ladies a chance to to affirm themselves. Yes. I know we did one when we did the church without doors mm-hmm. and not a great day for weather wise. It, it, was, it was a poor day but, for but weather. It was. <laughs> but the reality is you guys just really, I mean, it just, again, I need everybody, if, if you could have a visual, if you want something that just says, wow, that's really what you're listening to. Thank- it's a bunch of ladies that... Uh, that probably wouldn't be given this opportunity right. without this ministry to entertain and yet to 
pretty much say, hey, I'm doing something good. And they feel good about themselves. And that's what's so good about the ministry. Yeah, they can peer in. Actually, anyone listening can can watch. We have a Facebook Live to launch our 11-11 campaign, which I'll tell you about briefly. Okay. And that's coming up this weekend on 11-11. 11-11. So we are at 11-11 a.m. We are going to be premiering uh, Facebook Live a pop-up performance, which will include um, several songs, a video about our campaign, which basically is this. We started with 11 girls back in November of our first year. We have seen so much growth because of supporters. And now our supporters have an opportunity for a very low amount, $11.11 a month, to help us continue the growth to open new chapters across our city. Next year, starting in January, we are going to be plowing the field in North Graham Heights area with Streets Ministries, and we'll be offering a duplicate program of what we offer at North Memphis site um, and have another chapter of Angel Street. You just tuned in. My guest is Jill Dyson. She is the executive director of Angel Street Memphis. It's a ministry that is impacting young ladies in the North Memphis area, and it's giving them a chance to sing, uh, to just, I guess, learn from someone who's teaching them. It's not just, I think this is important, it's not just getting out of a van and singing. Right. It's not just going to some place. You are really having an impact on ladies. Talk Our about mentoring that. program is really why we exist. We want to walk beside them. We want to be a constant adult presence in their life. Um, an outside influence that's encouraging, that points them to Christ, that really helps them to nurture that understanding of their value, um, discovering their purpose. It might not be music, but it could be something else that we want to make sure we connect them to that understanding. You use the term mentoring, and that's mm-hmm. critical. Now, you're talking about ladies that don't have that in their life, or some some do not Some have, do, some don't. don't. Mm-hmm. And so this is, a, this is really a big issue. We know that it's a crucial point in any female's life, um, that age 8 to 18. It can be awkward. It can be hard. And the world today is just not any easier than it was. Um, in so many ways, it's more difficult. And so having that constant presence of some um, somebody outside of the family unit even um, sometimes has a more powerful influence in sculpting the trajectory of their life. And so that's what we want to do. We want to pour in and really partner with the community. We want to partner with the parents that are doing great work, that are working two jobs um, to put food on the table and and keep the lights on. And we understand um, as moms, a lot of our staff members are moms, but um, every one of us uniquely cares about the girl and their future. Um, and so I think that's an important part. It's it's founded in love. Good. And how do Christ. you how can someone volunteer? You can volunteer in many ways. There's an easy way to volunteer, and that's just by helping us with our 1111 campaign and donating $11.11. You can donate snacks, healthy meals throughout the semester, and just come in and visit and um, take part in our rehearsal space. It's a real special time. All right. You said 1111, yes. and you went through that process of 1111. It starts on 11. You had 11 girls. <laughs> But that's, I mean, that's all important, and that kind of God laid it on your heart to do it that way. But yeah. I am so impressed. There's a real fine line here. You do that so that everybody can participate. Right. We want a large, we really want to stay community-focused. And I think it's important for us to do that across the board. So allowing a, a smaller dollar amount from a larger body of people is really important for us, for everyone to take part in the amazing power that God is is working within our lives, and we want to offer that to anyone who wants some life change. It really is an impacting thing for you to take part in. Uh, personally, we've we've reaped many benefits from that investment. If you want to know more about Angel Street Memphis, then all you need to do is go to angelstreetmemphis.com and just click on and just 1111's there. Yes. If you need to, you feel the need, that you feel the opportunity that you want to be a, a, to donate to this program, feel free to do that. You will get the blessing. Uh, give her a call. Have them come out and sing at your function. It's never, never too late to meet someone from Angel Street. It's been a great program. I just want to remind everybody, Veterans Day, I am such a privilege to be a veteran, a Navy veteran, a corpsman. And I thank everybody that's a veteran. Thank you so much for what you've meant to our country and what we've done. This program has been, of course, produced and board operator has been Gil Worth. My my guest con- and, and my guest in coordination is Francis Fortner, Mid South History Moment, Rebecca Brazier, and Drew Johnson. I'm Jim Shoemaker. Thank you for listening. This is Talk Money. 
Jim Shoemaker and Frank LaCarica are registered representatives and investment advisor representatives of Securing Financial Services Incorporated. Securities dealer, member FINRA, SIPC, a registered investment advisor. Shoemaker Financial is independently owned and operated.